right. So continue your story and we'll we'll just put it on the next episode. Okay. On the next episode of the normal <laughs> podcast. There you go. Please use that. <laughs> no thanks. Uh, but anyhow, that's free. I gave you. But um but anyhow, um so what were we what were we talking? You were talking about Robert Downey Jr., the Hulk movie. Hulk movie. Okay. So so yeah, but I mean so so but so basically what I was trying to say is so they back to my original my original point um is that that Marvel took their time. They would do two movies a year. So with uh, so in 2008 they did Iron Man Hulk, and then in I believe 2000 uh, was it 2010 or 2011. Um, Ten, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I know how I can, I know how I can find out. If only I had a magic box that would tell me these things. But we don't live in the future. So <laughs> let's see here. T H O R. Oh, it was 2011. Okay, so then, um, and then in uh, 2011, although I think didn't Iron Man 2, I'm trying to think of the, because they would do two movies a year, and I'm trying to feel like. Well, I, I actually have a list here. Okay, so what was, so after after Iron Man and Hulk, what came out next? Let's see. So first, okay, Iron Man was 2008, Incredible Hulk 2008. And then Iron Man 2. And then. And then Iron Man two okay. in two thousand ten. Okay, yeah. So then, so like they would do like so they would do two. They would do like try to do two to uh, one, like, like one to two movies a year. So it was, yeah. yeah so it was. Um, then it was Thor in two thousand. Yeah, yeah, in two thousand eleven, and, and then Marvel's Avengers two thousand twelve. So yeah, so it took them a total of four years uh, to kind of create this sort of connected universe through all these other movies. Um, and each and like you know and that was the whole thing is like they did it subtly like how the end of uh iron like the end of uh hulk which this also kind of was there there they did this to get people to watch because you know the the because norton was not doing press for the hulk yeah all mad and so like you know i guess like the the box office wasn't doing so great with it but uh but so so in order to guys yeah, like a they should have they should not have done this but like it kind of spoiled it and made it to where people just watched the trailer and they didn't bother to see the movie. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. shows up at the end of the Hulk, you know, and, and talks to right. Thunderbolt Ross, and that that was kind of a thing to imply. Oh, oh, these movies are connected, you know. <laughs> it's like yeah. the same universe, um, and then uh, you know Iron Man two ends with. The uh, Mjolnir, a uh, Mjolnir, uh, in the like in, in a crater in uh, New Mexico, which and no. mm-hmm. you know in the comics it was Oklahoma, you know, but you know, right, right, right. That. We'll go into that. Uh, but uh, probably is just better film, probably better deals for filming in New Mexico. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, uh, and then the end of um, the end of Thor kind of leads into uh the like into captain america because it introduces the tesseract and then the end of captain america they literally just show the trailer for the avengers movie <laughs> so it was just kind of like them connect it was basically them like leaving breadcrumbs and oh and uh, the fact that uh, natasha romanoff black widow was introduced in iron man 2 and uh hawkeye was introduced in thor uh and yeah so it was just like these little they're just leaving these little breadcrumbs to connect the dots and then finally after after uh all these movies um they you know after five movies we get avengers now dc's mistake their huge mistake was they made one movie which was man of steel which 
was problematic, but I mean, you could have probably had they done maybe another another Superman movie. Maybe they could have worked the kinks out a little bit. But that's the problem, though. Their whole mindset is kinks. Yeah, and they like they don't know how to work yeah. the kinks out. And, <laughs> and so they so then like they were just like, okay, well, we're 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 lagging behind Marvel. We need to fast track this. We need a ju- we need a Justice League movie. So then they go and they do Batman v Superman, which was like, okay, we're gonna introduce, <laughs> you know, we're gonna introduce. Um, uh, through the, the 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 Holy Trinity, you know, <laughs> of comics, yeah. uh, in this movie, and there were some well, it, there were some mis- in, in that movie. There are missed opportunities, and there, there's miscasting. Biggest miscasting, uh, not Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, I think, actually was trying. <laughs> like everybody gives him, <laughs> but I genuinely think he he wanted to make a good Batman. He well, and let's put it this way: I think I think. Henry Cavill was a great yeah. Superman, just not written well. Yes, if he had better writing and and they weren't trying to make him gritty like Batman, yeah. I think it would have been a much better movie. Yeah, um, it's it's just that they didn't write well for him, so the movie didn't turn yeah. out well. And and like and Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor was the worst <laughs> casting. Yeah. I've ever, I've ever seen. Yeah, Ben Affleck was good. Gal Gadot was good. Yeah. Henry Cavill was good. Those were good choices yeah. in casting. But they, just, but they, yeah, it just fell apart because like, I don't know if it was in the, I don't know if it was on like the, 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 the script level or if, you know, Snyder actually just had like people like telling him what to do. <laughs> Cause you can kind of see there is some, definitely some bad blood between Snyder and Warner Brothers. Cause, you know, I mean, I know like he left, he left the, he left the Justice League because his daughter died, but it almost sounded like they were going to fire him anyway, because, you know, and, and, you know, and that's why everybody's asking for the Snyder cut. Cause I've actually, yeah, I've heard like, like the story notes like, and like how, and like the, apparently I guess like the story notes leaked or something. And I think it was on like the uh, Hollywood Babylon podcast. They talked about like, in like Kevin Smith literally was just like reading through like, Oh, what was supposed to happen? And that sounded like a much better movie than what we got. So, but, uh, but, yeah. and like I said, that, yeah. So Jesse Eisenberg yeah. was, like you said, a terrible, yeah. like he, Lex yeah, Luthor. It's like he'd never, it, it, he wasn't playing Lex Luthor. He was playing the Riddler. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. If he had been the Riddler, yeah. that would have made much more sense. He was playing the Riddler. Yeah. And, and they were calling him Lex Luthor. Yeah. Lex Luthor. It was like, and here is here is the thing about the motivation of like Lex Luthor's Lex Luthor's motivation in this movie, and like, so he is the whole point is Lex Luthor doesn't know who Superman is. Lex Luthor doesn't know who Batman is. Now I get them, like I get the whole thing of like Lois Lane knowing who that Clark Kent is Superman because she's supposed to be an investigative reporter. And if she doesn't know, if she's like the world's best investigative reporter and doesn't know that yeah. the guy wearing glasses <laughs> like Superman is Superman, yeah. then she is well, Clark, you're like extremely buff, yeah. almost like Superman, yeah. but you couldn't possibly be because you're so nerdy. So it's like, I get that. And I was like, and I was glad. I'm, I'm like, it's it's kind of like the whole thing with that. That, that kind of even falls into the whole thing with the more like in, in captain or not captain america in iron man where the very last line of iron man because you know, for years in the comics tony stark and iron man 
Yeah, he was his bodyguard. And uh, the very last line, like where they're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna do that." No, and he goes, "I am Iron Man." <laughs> yeah, which you know, which is the whole thing that comes full circle in Endgame, you know. <laughs> so right. Um, but uh, but no, uh, you know, so yeah, but so they had they had Lex Luthor knowing the the secret identities oh. of both these people, yeah, all- and it was like, so why wouldn't he just immediately? Tell everybody who they are. That would, I mean, literally, that would that would <laughs> destroy Batman. I mean, because essentially, like his all, his, you know, Batman's superpower, as we all know, is he's wealthy. <laughs> uh, they even say it in in Justice League. Uh, but uh, you know, so that would the the government would seize his funds because uh, you know because he he technically would be you know if they know his identity he'd be a criminal. Um, why right. not expose? The, I mean, if he has this knowledge, and, and that's. Like that, that's the whole thing was with Lex Luthor is he's the kind of guy that if he had, and if you look at him in the comics or in other iteration, in other iterations, if he has this knowledge, he would expose it and like destroy these people. <laughs> right. Kind of in the same way that I, which, you know, uh, which better, uh, you know, once again, a better, a better ending and a better use of this knowledge. Uh, Spider Man uh, Far From Home. <laughs> where Mysterio out Spider-Man and now we're kind of like you know we don't know what's gonna happen right. uh, but uh but no my favorite I know we've talked about this before my favorite example of kind of like Lex Luthor what he would do if he like just you know like him like wanting to know who these people are and exp- uh, you know and use that to his advantage is in that Justice League cartoon uh mm-hmm. and uh in which uh Michael Rosenbaum, who did the voice for Wally West Flash in um, in the uh, in the cartoon, but also played Lex Luthor on Smallville. Uh, when he, um, you know, there's a thing like where their brains get, their minds get swapped, and Lex Luthor is inside the Flash, and he goes like he ends up in a restroom, and he's wearing the Flash costume, and he's like, "Okay, Lex, let's just take it easy. You're having a very interesting day, or something like that," and he goes. Well, at least I'll know the Flash's identity. And he takes the mask off and he's smiling. And then he just, you see the smile disappear and he goes, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> Which yeah. I love. Like, that's probably one of my favorite scenes, all time scenes in that. But no, but see, the whole point was he wanted to know who he was. But of course, you know, Wally West is a nobody. <laughs> so, right. And, uh, and then he, when I, I actually think one of the best Lex Luthers was the one in Lois and Clark. Oh, um, I'm trying to think of that actor's name. Uh, yeah. Oh, once again, if only we had a magic box where we could look. Yeah, we could look it up, but why bother? <laughs> um, but his his motivations were, you know, he at first he wants to use Superman as a weapon. Yeah. And and when he won't come on board, or he's kind of testing him and to see what his capabilities are, and he kind of wants to use him as a weapon for his business, his company, yeah. send him out. Like, if somebody won't do what he says, he can send Superman out to get it him. Was John Shea, by the way. <laughs> right, right. And um, and then of course Superman's like, no, I'm not doing that. And so then his motivations then are just a, how can I control this, or how can I gain his power, how can I do this. And then when he does on the show figure out who he is, um, because he also likes uh, Lois Lane, and so then it becomes a competition. So after that, it's like uh, it it just becomes like how can I, 
outdo him yeah. just to piss him off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and that and that was kind of the whole thing. Is like I wanted to see in in uh, in Justice League or, or, or excuse me, Batman v Superman. I wanted to see the Lex Luthor who becomes president. That's what I wanted to see, and and we didn't get that. We got the 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 yeah. giggly Riddler yeah. Lex Luthor. That's the thing. They've never really done. That they've never really the only time you've ever really seen it, and uh, like in Lois and Clark, was he uh, was he like a was, was he the 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 CEO of LexCorp, you know, kind of evil businessman type type thing? Yeah, he was like a businessman, um, and then later on, I think he did become like I know in the comics he became president. Yeah, yeah. in the show, I think he became like the mayor, not not quite as big as the president, you know, but. Uh, some sort of status symbol, yeah. If I remember correctly, it's been a long time since I watched that. The idea, like, I love the idea that you don't think like 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 it's kind of like, and I, I mean I hate to say this because it kind of mirrors what's going on now is that Lex has the general public fool, you know, like where he's like, hey, I'm yeah. one of you, you know, like he's one of he's he's like yeah. that, like I like that, and, and I mean you saw that also uh, in Clancy Brown's portrayal of him in, in justice league like where he's kind of like we can't trust this alien to say you know, right. hey, you know we're you know we're um you know we gotta look out for ourselves we gotta help so i mean like it, it's almost like you could you could kind of relate to his motivation in that sense where he's like hey man we don't, we don't know if we can trust this person we're human we gotta this is a human problem we gotta take care of at the yeah. same time he's also doing like terrible shit, like uh, I know, like on one of the anim- I know on like one of the Justice League animated things, I think it's the uh, the the Death and Return of Superman cartoon uh, where there's a thing where he he finds like a a cure for uh, cerebral palsy or so- it was it was something um, like his his research finds a cure for it and he goes okay let's tweak it uh, or they have a cure they go it's a cure for it and he goes well let's tweak it make it slow it down to a crawl so that they have to use it as a treatment you know <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. which yeah i mean that that to me is like that's the kind of evil villain lex Luthor i want to see i want to see like the f- corporate you know manipulating people not the oh look at me i'm playing buoyant yeah isn't this fun oh boy i'm jesse eisenberg oh and then, and then at the end, when he oh, I shaved my head, so now I'm super evil. It was like, I I don't believe yeah. it. You know, it was like this. None of this tracks. This is a terrible yeah. movie. Uh, we're both, you know, both our moms are named Martha. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was so just. Here, here's my best way to describe. Here's my best way to, to if if I was to describe Batman v Superman to somebody, it's uh. One day, Batman comes into a room, and Superman comes into a room. One of them says, I don't like you. And the other one says, I don't like you either. And then they fight. One of them is about to kill the other one. And he says, please, wait. Save Martha. Wait. Martha? Who's Martha? Martha's my mom. Why did you say Martha? Says, Martha's my mom. Martha's my mom. <laughs> and he goes, let's not fight. <laughs> goes, yeah i don't want to fight either i don't even remember why we were fighting in the begin with uh, fighting to begin with and neither did the audience mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that was a perfect synopsis yes. um <laughs> yeah so <sighs> i don't <think. laughs> There's not much yeah. more to say on that. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. 
That's all I got to say about. Um, that. But no, that's um, why they. That, and that's why I mean, like to reiterate, that's that's kind of why the DC universe has been the DC or excuse me, the DC EU as they're calling it, uh, DC extended universe. Um, why that has really failed is because it's so inconsistent. Is that they'll. And the thing is, though, it's like I want I, for the longest time, I wanted to like every movie they put out, but they it's like I'm trying really hard to like these, but you're doing everything in your power to make me not like them. Now, yeah. the uh, their animation is always oh, outstanding. Yeah, no, it's they always do well with their cartoons yeah. and. I don't watch them, um, but you do the TV shows on like CW and yeah. all that. Uh, and they're, they're, um, they're good, those, but here's the, the I mean, like they're good, but they are kind of formulaic. Uh, <laughs> I felt like like uh, like Arrow when I first because I like I watched all of Arrow. Um, the first two seasons are probably the best, um, but then it kind of I mean eventually I just sort of started watching it out of habit just got yeah, bored I mean, yeah it's just i don't know like it, it kind of it becomes inconsistent and there's just a lot of like there then like there's also like stupid <laughs> that happens in there like there's um i'll never forget this one uh, there's a thing where um felicity smoke who is the eventual love interest um of oliver queen like kind of like the the end the end all love interest that he has there's a thing where she's paralyzed and you know they they've developed some microchip to help to help her spine back, but it's not where it hasn't it hasn't been working or something. And so she and Oliver get into a like there's this thing where she and Oliver get into a fight, and as they you know when they when they're fighting in their in this apartment and, and this is so stupid, uh, so they're fighting and then she gets up from her chair, <laughs> her wheelchair, and then it's like it's like at that moment she realizes, hey, I can walk. And then she looks at Oliver and then walks out of the apartment. <laughs> I'm going to acknowledge that. I mean, so I'm sorry, but wouldn't you think that, oh my God, let's stop fighting here for a moment. It worked. I love you. <laughs> Stuff is probably way more realistic than, well, I can walk now. <laughs> you, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's like uh, Gotham. Like, oh, I went crazy. So I became a lesbian. Isn't that crazy? Gotham. And it was like, that was one of those shows yeah. where I feel like I, I wish I could get my life back from watching that show. Yeah, that was a terrible yeah, and show. And I watched every, and here's the thing. I have the right to talk crap about Gotham because I watched every single episode. So anybody who, yeah. who, who tries to convince me that Gotham was a great portrayal of Batman, I am going to stop you right there. <laughs> Well, and see, that's another thing that doesn't make sense. Like, DC doesn't care about any sort of continuity. Yeah. You know, like, if, if you're trying to make this cohesive universe, yeah. why are you making so non-cohesive shows? And and so it's like, wait, is this canon or is this not canon? Is this canon or is this not canon? I what don't get it. Like the, the what few shows, what, though, like, were, did a good job of, like, containing everything. Like, like trying to, like, like, like they were able to form a universe that actually works. What the, did the the CW shows? Oh, the like, yeah, everybody. but but that's what I'm saying. So they were trying to make okay. Well, we can't do well with our movies, so let's do these shows and make them good. And so they were kind of. I, I didn't watch all of them. I haven't watched most of them, but generally, what I hear is that they're they're pretty good. Like the, and, the, the biggest 
problem they have is that they're they kind of follow that that stupid CW. Well, they're on the they're CW. All, I mean, that's they're all, you all need. kin, like you know, they're all Ken dolls and and Barbie dolls. <laughs> and there's never you never see any. But but see, that's what I'm saying though. So if you're trying to set up this this universe on the CW, the the you know TV show universe, yeah. but then you've got Gotham running adjacent to it. It's like, well, why am I even watching yeah. this? Because it's it, you've got Batman as a twelve-year-old kid and, or whatever. And I mean, we and then we've talked about this where it's like it's well, and all of his villains are like twenty years old. And the introduction him. of the villains make no sense because the whole idea now, now here here is like here's the whole idea with Batman. What makes Batman an interesting character is that street crime creates Batman. Um, you know, right. street crime creates Batman. And that motivates him to be like this sort of like this this kind of flamboyant, uh, you know, flair for the theatrics sort of crime fighter guy who wears a suit um, to scare people. Yeah, to, 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 right. To put fear in the criminals yeah. of Gotham. But and then that, the thing is, though, the back on the like the backlash of that is he creates a, a, a new type of villain that decide yeah a yeah, super thing, villain. Yeah, like, or, 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 or a criminal you know like a. I don't think I wouldn't really call like Riddler or Joker super in my other than like Riddler, I guess, in his intellect or whatever, but more. Fun. Well, but they ramp yeah. it up. So they have to try to yeah. top him and they, they, instead of just robbing a bank or, you know, hitting a jewel store, yeah. then they're the, trying to turn all yeah. of the uh, citizens of Gotham into laughing, insane people or, that, you know, like plants that. Will consume you know every human being um, right and, and that's the whole point is like that's the argument against batman is that he created those it's like crime created him but he created those and it's just like when they try to do the reverse it's just like no like there's no reason there is no reason that that those people would exist without batman <laughs> right and okay who are we gonna follow jim gordon yeah. Wow! There was, I know there was a a um, a comic book called Gotham Central, uh, you know, which yeah, and and but the thing was though, from what I understand, that was more street level. It was more street level. They didn't really, as to my knowledge, they didn't really like do a lot of um, like sort of like oh big big like fighting fighting like Killer Croc or something. (laughs) Yeah, I just I never got into any of those shows. I didn't see the point. It was too confusing. Yeah. You know, Marvel is just now, I mean, they, they're street level characters like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage yeah, yeah. and Iron Fist and Daredevil. They left those, you know, they said, okay, here's our TV universe yeah. along with Agents of <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's all in the same universe. It's all tied together to yeah. the movies, but they don't necessarily have yeah. to interact. And that that made more sense because it's like okay, I know that I'm not going to see yeah. like Captain America show up in the Jessica Jones show, but I know that it's happening in the same yeah. universe. Well, and, uh, Whereas the DC mo- shows, it's like, well, how does well, this does this tie actually, in, or is this completely that? And like they did, they did provide an answer to that um, because that was the whole thing of Ezra Miller's cameo in the the Crisis on Infinite Earths thing because. You know how DC Universe had like the the two right. the two universes or whatever, and um, and how like there would all, like there was the 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 classic uh, '80s um, storyline Crisis on Infinite Earths, 
Well, you know the yes. the last uh, last se- the like last season uh, or this or I guess like this this last season um, uh, all the seed all like the Arrowverse did their Crisis on Infinite uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths storyline, and that connected that that did its best job to connect all the DC stuff. So, so like for example, um, Brandon Ralph, who plays the Adam on Legends of Tomorrow uh reprised his role as superman and like they were saying oh yeah this is the donner superman <laughs> so um so yeah right but then how does that fit with christopher reeve were they saying that yeah, that's the they, same yeah, they one say that rem- because he because he kind of looks like christopher remember, reeve? remember that the um the uh superman returns movie that was supposed to be the christopher reeve superman so like it, right. so basically brendan ralph was playing that superman uh was playing was he was replaying that guy so it's supposed to be because they even made reference where like uh so like the soup the guy who plays superman on supergirl uh fights him uh you know he like they fight each other and he even has the line like because like he's a uh, because there's a thing where he's i forget what i think like lex Luthor does something to him where he uh uh hypnotizes him or, or he does something to him that makes him like aggressive and then so uh the um the guy that plays supergirl uh, or the, the guy who plays Superman on Supergirl uh, has to fight him, and then after like they've calmed him down, he goes, "Believe it or not, this isn't the first time I had to fight myself," which is a reference to Superman. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, and like they even they even like tied in Smallville in there too, and they brought they brought back Tom Welling. Uh, yeah, but see how all of that is like super confusing to people who aren't like mega. Yeah like heavy into comic yeah. reading you know i mean it's like the, your average yeah. person watching these shows would be like what's going on right now yeah. and that was, you know like, whereas with the marvel kind of thing universe, that they were trying to do with the, like with the cw thing it was like collapsing it all into one universe or into like one earth sort of what they did with um uh with the, in the comics but they shouldn't yeah. have had to. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's the point. In comic books, you can do all those crazy storylines. On TV and in movies, you need to be a little more concise. You need to keep it a little more contained. And DC was like, oh, we got to get out there and compete with Marvel and blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, wait, this is too much. Rain it back <laughs> in. And it was like... Well, and then, and but, that's the whole thing, too. Like, like movies like that, that Joker movie that came out. Like, that's not even part of the main... DC universe, you know. Well, right, it's not even the yeah. same character. I mean, it's it's like, hey, we're just making this movie called yeah. Joker, but it's not yeah. the Joker. And, and also, you, know? <laughs> you got my bones about that. I really hated the way that Thomas Wayne was portrayed in that. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it yet, but I know that it's it's kind yeah. of like a negative yeah. portrayal. Well, like, like, so, like, they basically make Thomas Wayne Donald Trump, and which to me it make, uh, is such bullshit because the whole point of Thomas Wayne and Thomas and Martha Wayne is that they were good, decent. They they were more like Bill Gates. Yeah, and like they, Gates. these were good, decent people that that uh, you know that tried to one save the city uh, and two like installed uh, you know installed like good morals into their nine year old son and then were killed right in front of them. You know? And, and yeah. But that movie but, too is kind of portrayed like a d- so. But the uh, the point of that movie is though it's kind of like from the 
Joker's perspective, right? So maybe he yeah, saw them. It might not even be real or something, but yeah, he saw them in that light, and that was his yeah. view of them. But, yeah. but so, maybe I don't. Know. I just like I had my I had my bones with like I said, with that with that movie. Um, well, and again, I mean, basically, it was it was taxi yeah. driver. Well, and, yeah, that was the thing. It if, was taxi driver and king. It, it, uh, it was basically uh, if if you'd never seen Taxi Driver or King of Comedy. They basically took both of those movies and merged them into one, and had the star right called yeah, it the they, Joker, and they had the the star <laughs> of both of that of those movies was in it, uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> right. So it's like, and that was kind of my thought of when I when I saw this, whenever I was in the theater watching it, I'm just like, I've already seen this movie, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. twice, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and yeah, like there was the there was a whole there was stuff that was also just. Yeah, like completely unbelievable and of course granted it shows that it's it's part of his hallucination but still i thought like uh like there's this thing where um oh let's see even that like people are like oh it was so amazing and daring and all that stuff and it's like, it's like did you see it? and did you see really really though because if you if you say everything is a hallucination yeah, make, well, yeah there was then, like did you, you know like the uh the the whatchamacallit the uh, screen rant, uh, the uh, pitch meeting thing where he goes, "Oh, we're pulling a Fight Club." Is yeah, we're pulling a Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like so. Then you can just do anything yeah. and then go, "Oh, well, none of it really happened. It was yeah. all in his head." And it's so like, so then why did I waste? You know, it, that's not artsy. That's yeah, just lazy. Yeah. You know. Uh, but uh, I mean, you know, it, 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 that. Oh, Patrick Duffy woke up yeah. from a dream and thought he, you know, I mean, it, it was, was like a, the was ending of Dallas, you know, I mean, woke up from the dream <laughs> and Patrick yeah. Duffy was in the shower. What's the matter? Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. There have been a few, but I guess I like, I actually really enjoyed Shazam and it took the night. It was like, because they, they finally made a good, they finally made a good Superman Superman movie. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't have Superman in it. But, well, that was also the first time where they they you know kind of decided to go a little more lighthearted, and it, it it does have like it has dark moments, but it's done. It is it, I always thought it had a very very good balance of that, and uh, and yeah, like it uh, you know uh, Zachary Levi was great as that as, as Shazam. Um, and uh, and yeah, like, I don't know. Like if uh, if you've never have you have you have you seen that one yet? Yeah, it, no, like I said, it, it it kind of shows that like okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna make these movies like super dark anymore. I mean, granted, it does have scenes where like the the seven deadly sins like, like you don't see it happen, but it kind of implies that oh, the seven deadly sins are biting people's heads off and stuff. But but it all happens mm-hmm. off camera. So I mean, like, there's a lot more humor. It's like kind of like the thing with the Marvel movies, where like, you know, there's a lot more humor in it, um, and it doesn't seem ham-fisted, you know, in that movie. Like, well, it, like you look at something also like, well, uh, and not to say that the Marvel movies weren't, you know, guilty of ham-fisting humor. Uh, Thor two, I think, is a great example of that. Um, there was a lot of ham-fisted humor in there, and that was also not a very good movie. <laughs> Well, and you know, like I said earlier, my I was showing my kids all the movies, and when I got to that one, I watched it and I go, you know, 
this isn't really that bad of a movie, but it's not great either. It's just yes. a movie that continues yeah. a story, sort of. You know, I mean, it was like there were elements that were they could have changed this or could have changed that. And I was just sitting there like, it's not as bad as I remembered it, also, but it's also not as good it as it could spacey. have been. I felt like where it's like, they kind of like took. The- well, and that's, that's, I mean, for us, that's a problem because the Asgardians are always, they're, they're not supposed to be aliens. They're supposed to be from yeah. another realm. And now after that, in the movies, they made, oh, the Asgardians are just aliens from another, you know, from and outer space. are the same thing, although now we're, like, according yeah. to Doctor Strange, they're not. <laughs> so, right, right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was my problem was just, why are you making them aliens? I mean, or, or they're just, I guess that works too, but I don't know. Oh. But uh, the... Yeah, I mean, so when I was watching, I was like, it's not bad, but well, it's you not know, good. There was stuff, too, you that, know? like, bothered me of inconsistencies, like, the, the whole thing with, like, the weight of Mjolnir, where he, the, the, like, I remember the scene in particular where he puts it on a coat hanger. I was like, f*** you. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, I mean, really, though, it's supposed oh. to be light. That's that's the magic of Mjolnir, is that it, it's it's heavy for everybody except for Thor, but anybody that can pick it up, they always go, oh, this is super light. I can swing it around will- yeah. really well. You know, I mean, that's part of the magic is that it's light for people who can hold it. And it's super heavy for people yeah. that can't. Although, um, but no, uh, and you know, I guess I'm trying to keep it clean. But the thing that I got, so pardon, pardon my expression earlier. But I'm sure like, I don't know if your finger is getting tired at this point. But no, but, but they always talk about, well, about how like it's supposed to have like the heart of a dying star inside it, and it's supposed to weigh like so it's supposed to weigh so heavy, and like that's why he can pick it up. So it's I don't know, like it's really inconsistent on like the I don't know, <laughs> like, you know, like some some I think it really and perhaps it depends on the writer as well. Like sometimes it's so heavy that no only he can pick it up, or you know, you know, and that's why you know. And or you know, why the worthy person is in, in, in imbued with the strength, but uh, I don't know. And it's just like, but I don't know, just like seeing that though bothered me because like you'll see like the thing whenever he puts it on Loki's chest to keep Loki from moving, and uh, uh, can't mm. get it off. So it's like, and like, like to me, I don't know, it just really bothered me. It's just like kind of like making a joke out of it, and it's like that's that's a bad joke and also inconsistent, <laughs> but. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got. I also got texted there for a minute and thrown off. But, but anywho, um, but yeah, uh, uh, but I don't know, like even when it, it, you know, the, like they, I think there was that weird thing too, where like there, there, like you know, there weren't like not every one of. I'll say this. Let me start over. Not every one. Um, this place. Not, uh, the the Marvel <laughs> movies. Was a was a hit knock you know was a was a hit out of the park. Um, two that I can like I would say Thor 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 the Dark Realm and Avengers Age of Ultron are probably two of my least favorite, if not. I, I, I'd say they're definitely the bottom two of, of. Well, that's most people's views is that those were not Thor two and uh, yeah. Avengers two. Well, and Iron Man, there's some debate whether Iron Man two or Iron I Man three 
we're Iron we're Man good or not. The the worst out of this because at least Iron Man two, I kind of liked what they were doing with it. Like there was um you know like like I I really liked the 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 humor that that Favreau was still kind of installing in there with the um the whole thing where uh, there's that scene whenever. You know they're at they're at uh, that was the Grand Prix like the at like the in like that bar and uh, mm-hmm. he says something like uh, like, you know he, he, you see like he's kind of looking over at somebody that's walking toward him and he goes hey who's my who's my least favorite person in the world Justin Hammer how you doing yeah yeah, like, yeah it, turns... it, it was kind of like if uh, uh, Robert Altman had directed a superhero movie kind of because they would do like the multiple people talking at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't know, I enjoyed it. However, it's like Mickey Rourke. I thought was kind. Of, it literally, especially considering, it you know he was clearly filming that and Expendables. That they like it's almost like uh, you know he goes. Yeah. He was like, okay, I have a uh, a few minutes. Uh, I, I, I'm on break from Iron Man too. I'll go film a scene over here in Expendables because he's literally like the he looks the exact same, <laughs> same wardrobe, everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not my bird. But, uh, but... <laughs> hey, guy, <laughs> hey, cool guy, let's speak English. <laughs> yeah. Let's get white Russian and talk about Siberian titles, folks. But, but yeah, uh, um, but no, I mean, like, the, the thing that I always, that I always thought was hilarious about uh, the year that Avengers and or that uh, Avengers Age of Ultron came out was they thought that that movie, there were because you know, the two movies that were coming out were Age of Ultron and ant-man and you could definitely tell that uh marvel or, or disney was like no one's gonna give a fuck about ant-man god i keep doing that sorry <laughs> no it's fine okay. I'll, okay. I'll just edit um uh and so we're gonna put all our attention in age of ultron and i remember yeah like the trailer you know it's kind of an ominous trailer where they play that version of there are no strings on me uh that one and like mm-hmm. and uh and of course that one kind that that one did not reach the expectations they thought it was and then ant-man came out and everybody loved that one and it's like oh man like did huge numbers in comparison to to age of ultron so it was just like one of those things of like well and let's i mean let's be honest it's, yeah it's paul oh, rudd, rudd. <laughs> i loved him in the shape of things uh, but um yeah so let's uh speaking of i mean this is totally off topic but in uh when we were watching mm-hmm. far from home and they revealed oh he's not who he said he was yeah. uh mysterio and oh he's got all these this group of people who all worked for stark and uh spoilers um but it was like, okay, so just because they're all mad and got slighted by Stark at some point, they're all totally on board with killing teenagers. <laughs> like, that didn't make sense. It was like, I, I could understand maybe him, you know, and I guess they did kind yeah. of show that, but nobody ever protested and said, wait, we're <laughs> killing kids. You know, <laughs> you've got the... Yeah, I mean, they were all just like, yeah, okay, I'm mad at Stark, so let's kill some teenagers. <laughs> Sidebar, all I could think of was uh, the uh, Conan, like the, the Conan O'Brien thing where he would do like the mouth, 
villain and he was talking to Don King and Mike. And he's like, you threatened mm. to you threatened to uh, eat uh, uh, you, you threatened to eat people when you when you were talking to Lennox Lewis. You threatened to eat people. He goes, yeah, but they were only children. <laughs> Sorry, back to the. <laughs> Well, yeah, but that, I mean, that was the thing. There was only one point where, um, uh, you know, the grown-up guy who played Ralphie yeah, on the, Christmas he, Story. Was, which I love that callback, too, because he was literally in the first, once again. Yeah, he was in the, the first movie. Says, like, I'm not Tony Stark, you know, uh, Peter, yeah, Peter Billingsley, I, I forget his character's name. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I even remember, I even remember it sitting in the theater and like nudging my brother. I'm like, oh. That's, that that guy was in the first. That guy was in the first Iron Man. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah, but so they're all their motivations. It's like okay, I I can understand. Like maybe he you know took yeah. your patent, or uh, was flippant to you at some point. But now you're gonna kill some kids well, then, just because you're. Yeah, though was to make that, like that was kind of the idea was to make him look like the hero. That oh yeah, I'm saving everybody. And and basically, and, and I mean the end. Well, and, and then like, no, pardon the pun here. The end game of that was, I think he knew he was like 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 uh, Mysterio kind of knew. Okay, this is probably going to be a losing battle now. The least I can do is frame him, like frame him for killing people. <laughs> so, well, yeah, no, the framing I get. It was all the and his motivation even like he was mad enough because it yeah. was his technology, and and then Stark took it. Okay, fine, but everybody else, like, wait a second, we're gonna mm -hmm. kill kids? I didn't sign up for that, you know. Yeah. Nobody even protested. Well, and perhaps, like, you know, for all we know, like, he perhaps manipulated them into doing. It. I mean, like, this is all off, off-screen stuff I'm talking about, but, um, you know, uh, but no, I mean, like, the idea. Well, I think that was kind of the idea that you got from, uh, your, uh, what's. I'm trying to think it's Mark not Mark not Kane Marco. Um uh, Matt, uh the, yeah, the Mysterio's uh, name. Quint Quentin, okay, Quentin, Quentin Beck. Beck. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, I think maybe I was thinking of Matt Gargan, whatever who is who is uh, uh yeah, uh but Scorpion. Who is also in that who is in that universe, by the way. He's the guy that plays Nacho on um uh Breaking Bad. Or not Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Mm. Um anyhow, um right. The uh, you know, like the the Quentin Beck's um, oh, crap, now I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Someone on the sidebar, what was I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so like the kind of the thing you kind of got from him because he even manipulates Spider Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, he manipulates him, so perhaps that's what he did to these people, like, manipulated them, like, like use their anger and frustration with that to, to like justify. Uh, you know what, like to make them be like, you know, to justify like killing kids to them, you know. <laughs> so like, we're doing this because this has to be done, type of thing, and because hey, this guy ruined your life, and now it's time we we ruin his name, you know, <laughs> type of thing. Um, I will say though, overall, I have enjoyed these new Spider-Man, like uh, Far From Home and Homecoming. I have enjoyed. I think they are probably. I, I think Holland or Tom Holland is probably by far the best spider-man we've a live action you've ever got yeah well he's and, age well, appropriate too is that, uh yeah. at least for the time being until I mean, he grows I mean, up he was, you know, he was actually a teenager when he got he was 19 which you know is like the far end of a teenager but still young enough or you know at, at that age range enough where he can pull off 
playing a 15 or 16 year old um and uh you know the 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 fact too that like he's also in real life a gymnast so a lot of what you see a lot of like the spider-man doing flips and stuff like that that's actually him you know yeah <laughs> so uh yeah so it's like you know as far as like you know his athleticism and stuff like that and 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 the fact that he's really the first uh spider-man to actually do a queen's accent you know <laughs> mr osborne mm-hmm. you killed all those people yeah. <laughs> spider-man no no, no, no offense to <laughs> mcguire he's definitely the second that he's definitely the, the i would say prior to uh prior to tom holland he was my favorite spider-man <laughs> but yeah, well, well he was the only you know, Spider-Man. If you want to count uh, <laughs> Andrew Garfield. <laughs> well, I'm saying prior to these yeah. iterations, it was kind of like the X-Men. Yeah. It was the only thing we had. And and but then Andrew Garfield was terrible. Was Those 30, movies were terrible. 30 years old. And then when he played that part. Yeah, well, and the, just the whole the whole yeah. way that they portrayed Electro and and the whole uh, second origin story for and Uncle Ben dying a second time. Yeah. It was just like we've seen this. Applaud, so that applaud that's the the, uh, the Marvel Sony uh, uh, you know Spider Man movies for 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 skipping that part. You know because we we've seen that we know that we know that part yeah. of his aspect. And I'm sure at some point we'll probably get like a flashback of Uncle him and Uncle Ben talking or something like that. I don't know if we'll ever see like the because that would I mean like I could see that like him like having a dream or something where uncle Ben is telling him the, the great power with great power comes great responsibility speech, which that was something too, that upset me mm. about the Andrew Garfield thing of like, when they're like, we're making it, we're making a, uh, when like they, they say we're going out of our way and making it a point not to say that. I'm like, well then why don't you, why even have him be Spider-Man at all? <laughs> you know? Right. Cause that's the whole reason because, he yeah, is because Spider-Man. He, because of that line is then, you know that's that's essentially mm-hmm. that is his mantra. You know, <laughs> so and I don't know. It's yeah. just like then then they don't really. It's one of those things of like if you're if you're going out of your way to di- once again this kind of goes back and like uh, you know uh, you know kind of like the the suits interference. If you're going out of your way to take out what makes the character the character, maybe you shouldn't be you know <laughs> like trying to tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, you're probably not the yeah. right guy to tell this. Story. Well, and it's just kind of like the uh, that made me think of the um, uh, the thing with uh, that. The, you know, and granted, this is all this is just what I I, I know. Like, I had never heard this personally, but this is just what I know from watching uh, and hearing interviews with Kevin Smith about the whole John Peters thing with Superman, where he said, and once again, I I am only quoting here. I am, you know, I, I'm only quoting what I heard. This is not what I believe or anything like that. I guess John Peters told Kevin Smith, I don't want him in a faggy outfit is what he said. So yeah, it's just like, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, that's kind of part. Of it. It's like that. out. Yeah. Then, yeah. then don't do the story, you exactly. know, go do something else. Cause yeah. this is the story. Uh, and yeah. So, I mean, this is like, oh my god i don't know it just it blows my mind that people like people make these stupid decisions and then when the movie happens they're like why did it fail why do you think it fails (laughs) yeah oh god 
perhaps if you hadn't been like looking over my shoulder while I was making it, I could have made a good movie, <laughs> which which was Josh Trink's whole point. And unfortunately, I think he's killed his career now <laughs> from, from speaking out about that. Um, but but I digress. Should we talk about a different topic? <laughs> um. Well, one thing I was going to talk about was that Marvel release, they have new release dates now because of COVID-19. Black Widow, you know, was supposed to come out. uh, I think either this month or or May, or or it was going to be in May, I believe. It was going to be their big summer movie. Um, Uh, Yeah, so now that's been pushed back to November 6th of this year. Uh, 2020 and the Eternals has been pushed back yeah. to February 12th. Shang Chi has moved to yeah. Feb- uh, May 7th. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is now November 5th well, of they did, next uh, year. Good news on that. They did confirm that Sam Raimi is directing that. Uh, that that finally came out. Uh, and I'm actually yeah. I actually. Well, and what's what's uh, what I'm excited about, of course, is the X Men and Fantastic Four are now part of Marvel yeah. again. We all know that, but they're they're saying that they might introduce uh, some certain characters in that yeah. Doctor Strange movie. Now, that's all you know, people making theories and stuff, but it's. Um, well, I'm just I'm just relaying that. That would make me extremely happy if they announced it that that soon, or n- didn't announce it, but uh, started laying yeah. the hints well, and towards here's what that. I'm kind of curious about too, and and now unfortunately for this movie that has been shelved so many times, and I think you know which I'm New Mutants. Uh, I was really curious, yeah, because um, now that that has you know it's now under the umbrella of Disney, um, is New Mutants going to have continuity with? the the current marvel mcu or is that or and perhaps they're going to somehow bring that in with the um well you said the multiverse of madness uh but that movie which ha- and, and it also makes you wonder is that movie ever going to come out because well and it's not it's not on this slate like after dr strange uh two thor four love and thunder uh was going to be february 18th yeah. of 22 um black panther 2 is coming out may 6th yeah. of 22 Captain Marvel 2 coming out July 8th of 22. And then the last one mentioned is Untitled Movie October of 22. And that could be Guardians 3. It could be New Mutants. It could be Fantastic Four, X-Men. We don't know. For those of you you who aren't familiar, New Mutants is a movie that has been on the shelf for a number of years now. Like, I think it's been like it was it was completed like at least a year ago. Um, And just. Yeah. After several reshoots, and then once it was completed, they yeah. did several more reshoots. And so it's just like, I mean, I, I have usually a lot of times reshoots are not a good sign. However, there have been like in the case of like a lot of people feel in the case of uh, uh, Rogue One, the reshoot reshoots were beneficial because that's when they have like the ending with Darth, like like you know like the the scene that everybody remembers from that movie with uh, Darth Vader, where he's moving through the ship just offing dudes you know well right because it directly ties yeah. into the first so, star wars I mean, like, movie. so sometimes reshoots can work that's not always a bad thing 
the big deal, the big thing now on why it, it's been delayed is just because of the the Disney Fox buy or, or the you know the Fox buying that but the other way around, uh, Disney buying out Fox, um, uh, kind of kind of put that that movie in an awkward position. Yeah. Well, it and was going to come out. Come out, uh, I think last month. This was to come out in either March or the beginning of this month. Yeah. Right, but with all this going on, they yeah. pushed it back, and now, yeah. uh, who knows? Is there any? Have you heard any news about uh, Deadpool? Like, are they like when? When's the next uh, Deadpool movie coming? Or is? Um, I haven't heard much about it, but I do know it's it's yeah. it's happening. Yeah. But I haven't heard I mean, anything. That is definitely about... one, that is one of the the few X Men properties where you know they are not going like, like there's <laughs> there's no way that they're getting rid of that you know like it'd be it'd be stupid of them to try to recast that well yeah and they've already you know people oh they're gonna make they're gonna ruin deadpool they're gonna make all this stuff and disney's like yeah. <laughs> why would we do that it's it's successful why would we ruin yeah. a successful thing like there's no reason for us yeah, to <laughs> there could um we didn't. We didn't buy Marvel to change anything. We we they're doing. We bought them because what they're doing yeah. is successful. The so let them like, keep bear doing. In mind, Disney. It's not like Disney just releases, uh, you know, PG and and PG three, you know, like like PG and family friendly stuff. This is the company that once owned Miramax and Max gave us Pulp Fiction right. and The Crow and the Scream movies. So it's like they and even Touchstone, which has done plenty of like that was the whole point of of Touchstone uh, uh, in the 80s. Whenever um, uh, Michael Eisner took over, uh, he's like, you know, we need or Disney's now going to be in like the uh, the. uh, Okay, Um, so you were talking about uh, uh, Touchstone uh, and Disney. So so essentially, you know, when, when people are kind of like iffy about like, oh, are they going to, you know, is Disney going to ruin Deadpool because they're going to make everything like PG-13 and stuff? You have to bear in mind that uh, Disney has, has done like, you know, it's not like they've not released R-rated movies. Uh, they owned Miramax uh, uh, back in like, the, in like the 90s and they made Pulp Fiction, The Crow, uh, The Scream franchise. And also, even before that, uh, 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 Will Eisner, that's his name, not Will Eisner, Michael Eisner, (laughs) cut out the part where I said Will Eisner, Uh, Michael Eisner uh, created Touchstone, uh, which was basically a way that Disney could make sort of like films for a more adult audience. Uh, And since then, they have, it's not like, like, you know, they have been doing like, They've, they've been doing stuff like uh, I'm trying to even think of like well I mean movies. a lot of movies were Touchstone yeah. back then so they made you know like Touchstone movies were like you know Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Pretty Woman and which were definitely not 100% meant for kids you know so or any percent meant for kids yeah well, <laughs> well I mean Roger Rabbit yeah. was but not not Pretty Woman that was yeah really... definitely not Pretty Woman um Let's see here, and like uh, you know, three men and a baby, and uh, uh, and Dead Poet Society. Like these were all these were all sort of films that you know that they that were definitely they they weren't they weren't going for like that typical like sort of family Disney audience. Like they wanted to kind of do more prestige stuff, 
So yeah. the idea. Well, and it, and it goes back again to just people being stupid about it. Like, oh, Disney, they're gonna make it Mickey Mouse. It's like, why? That movie made yeah. tons of money. Why would yeah. they? Why would they? Would they not want to make more? You know. <laughs> so, who knows? Um, but yeah, uh, do you want to talk about COVID nineteen, or do you want to just wrap this? Uh, no, we'll we'll talk about that next time. Okay. Um, I was going to talk about it on this one, but we've been yammering on, jabbering on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully, yeah. uh, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It is for us. Yeah. But, um, I know. Yeah. I mean, that's all that matters to me. <laughs> I don't care about you, schlubs. Very, but this is a very self-serving uh, <laughs> podcast, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but no, then you know if you guys like uh, like what you hear, uh, remember to uh, oh, and what's, like... uh, let's cross podcast here. Uh, you mentioned the name earlier, I think. But uh... Oh, yeah. uh, so yes, um, I uh, uh, if you like what you hear here, uh, you if you like what you hear here, <laughs> that sounds stupid. If you like what you hear on this podcast, uh, I also have another one that I do with a friend, uh, Chris Pico. It's called the Shh, the Movie Is Starting Podcast where we uh, have a special guest every week and we watch a movie. We basically do commentary on a movie that we, that we loved usually something from the six, or excuse me, the seventies, eighties and nineties. Uh, and we just sort of uh, talk about it. We, you know, we talk about uh, why we liked it. Uh, interesting facts about the movie. And we also inevitably end up ripping on it. So, you know, it's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, but all right then. If you guys like what you if you guys like what you hear with us, please uh, like, share, and subscribe. Importantly, share. Yes. Always. I mean, come on. Share the artist. (laughs) Do you believe in sharing a podcast? (laughs) Wow, that was beautiful. I know. I went. I I I I took lessons for ten years. Oh wow. (laughs) Should have been eleven. Oh. All right. Well, uh, all right. Talk to you next time. All right.